Hi, everyone. This is episode two of Think Like a Truckerpreneur. This podcast is highlighting different owner-operators within the Cloud Trucks platform. Today, we have Ray Burst, who is one of our fleet owners at Cloud Trucks. And I'm joined with Jessica Jobs from Cloud Trucks as well. We're going to jump into a conversation with Ray, talking about his growth with Cloud Trucks, how he got into truck management. Jess, take it away. Awesome. Thank you, Umer. So my name is Jessica Johns. I'm on the customer success team here at Cloud Trucks. Um, so our team, you know, works individually one-on-one with owner operators um, to help each of you reach your business goals. Um, we've been really excited, you know, one-on-one in our conversations to be able to learn more about how owner operators are leveraging Cloud Trucks to take their entrepreneurship to the next level. Um, and, you know, today we're really, really excited to feature um, one of the owner-operators who has been a huge inspiration for us overall um, in his journey um, towards trucking and towards entrepreneurship um, and, and just finding cloud trucks overall. So um, today we have Ray Burst, who's been with us since about April 2021. Um, he comes from a very interesting background outside of trucking, um, actually comes from a background of private equity and general contracting, which he will talk more about today. Um, but Ray has been extremely successful in establishing, you know, he actually runs six fleets with us um, and has, has truly created an, an operation um, to drive success. And so we're excited to be able to dive more into what that looks like, how he set that up, and hopefully bring some inspiration to all owner operators here um, who are looking to achieve the same. So to get us started, um, Ray, excited to have you. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited. Um, so to just kind of dive right in, coming from outside of the trucking industry, um, will you tell us a little bit about how you were first introduced, you know, to, to cloud trucks and trucking um, and, and what made it made you want to get involved? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think uh, it is a pretty interesting story. It involves uh, social media, um, you know, past friendships, and then also, you know, my entrepreneurial background. Um, starting from my days when I couldn't get as a professional soccer player. So I guess long story short is uh, is that, you know, before I got into business, I, I actually had an awesome uh, opportunity to be, be a professional soccer player in Major League Soccer for almost 10 years. Um, in that, you know, I think uh, the path was fun. You know, it was, it was cool to be a part of it. However, I knew the journey didn't always it wasn't always going to last, right? And so at that point in time, I always became interested in, well, I guess, cash flowing, appreciating assets to buy while I was playing that, you know, in time would, you know, create a little bit of money here and there, but also appreciate over time, right? And so uh, at that point, I started buying houses and uh, and that was cool and it, and it led to awesome opportunity. But then on top of that, um, I got cut from playing soccer, right? And then at that point, I did not have the free cash and that would enable me to live a passive life, right? And I did not have to go to work every day. Um, so uh, in that, I decided to go get an MBA, Master of Business Administration. Um, and in doing that, I also wanted to do it online. So it gave me the flexibility to uh, maybe keep playing soccer if I wanted to, to go work, and, you know, it allowed me to get the education while I was still playing. Um, And in doing that, um, I 
I kept playing for a few more years, but then after that, I, I decided to stop playing and to start working. And uh, in deciding to start working, I took a job as a temp at a company called Uber, who was a startup in the day coming up uh, <laughs> out of San Francisco, but they were growing their operations in Boston. And I had an opportunity to work with a guy named David Dreyfus. Um, and so David, and we didn't work directly with each other, but we worked in the same office and we kept a relationship over time. So let's fast forward maybe, I think, I guess that was five to seven years after that experience. Um, I finished playing soccer. I had my MBA and I was working, I had worked at career and David and I we went in two different directions. But, you know, I, I continued my journey of buying, uh, cash flowing assets, uh, houses and also had done some cars. And then I started hearing about an opportunity, uh, with, um, semi trucks. And uh, in doing that, I was doing my due diligence or my research behind, like, how to get into that game uh, in a very small way and to learn. Um, and I started to dabble a little bit, and then I started to share what I was doing on social media, on Instagram. And uh, David and I actually were friends on Instagram, and he had just started at Cloud Trucks and shared with me what the company was doing. And uh, from there, I think that was almost uh, 15 months ago it is today. Um, and I decided to jump in and, and to start some trucks or start some fleets in cloud trucks. And, uh, yeah, so that's how the, the, the match was made is to say through a, I guess, my journey alongside of soccer and to school and to work and like keeping, uh, relationships open and, uh, you know, never burning relationships as it all comes full circle. Yeah. Um, that's a really, I mean, it's a great story and, and very interesting, you know, how, how paths can go a certain way, right? You start off in one direction with Uber and, and look at where you are now and, and where those connections brought you. Um, I think what's also really inspirational about that is, you know, something in your past, which there is that trait in you that kind of really thinks creatively. Um, and I think that's something a lot of drivers can take from is, is looking creatively about how you can make things work for yourself and your revenue goals. Um, and that's something you have have been, you've really inspired all of us in just the way that you have um, continued towards that. Um, I know coming from, you know, naturally outside of trucking, it's been really um, impressive to see how you have built, you know, you know, out such a scalable um, enterprise almost, you know, with cloud trucks specifically. Um, you run your business pretty uniquely with a number of fleets, trucks, and drivers. Um, would you mind telling us a little bit more about you know, for those that, that don't know your business structure, um, just a little bit about how that is set up. Yeah, yeah, certainly. So um, I guess when instead, I guess, let's how I phrase this, uh, in starting out the venture of getting into trucking, I, I entered it in with the question of one is like, uh, is what do I want this venture to be that my other ones were not? Other ones meaning Airbnbs, Turos and what we call higher cars, which is, you know, fleets of cars used for, um, used for hire, used by, uh, guys and gals who want to do Uber or Lyft and things like that. And I guess my question to myself was, is why did I, why do I not have a hundred cars? And for me, it was, is that I was trying to do it uh, all myself, right? And as opposed to doing it with a team of people that, uh, operated similarly, but also uh, were able to help each other uh, scale. Um, and then lastly, is in, in order to do that is 
what are the uh, what are the uh, standards and the procedures, and you know what is the tool or the yeah what are the tools that we're using in order to get or to build a cookie cutter operation, right? Meaning that if we had six fleets, is that we could all operate similarly in terms of how we uh, book loads, how do we service vehicles, how do we hire drivers, how do we, um, you know, reduce fuel, how do we finance, right? And so, you know, once you – the goal was, and for me, and, and running with uh, – and running these operations is to create a essentially a template that could be cookie-cutter uh, approach. And so what we've done is we started six fleets uh, with uh, different ownership groups. Um, we, but, you know, what we've done, and instead of trying to sprint right away and to get as many trucks as possible, is that we wanted to document, really, what are the day-to-day operations uh, that are going on and truly map them out and to know them thoroughly so that, you know, when we do want to scale, we know – uh, we feel as though we can do that. And so with that, I think we have the six fleets. However, we also have a centralized, um, we have a centralized team that handles the day-to-day operations for each of the six teams. And, uh, what, the way we were able to do that is that, uh, we, you know, is instead of getting caught up in running it day-to-day is that we actually we were actually documenting how we were running every day, and then we wanted to come up with best practices for how to run it every day. But in coming up with best practices, is that we wanted to document how to do the best practices, and that way we could share with a team. And so what we've done is from that, and from having those documentation, having the documentation, we've been able to hire employees overseas, actually out of the Philippines, that run the day-to-day operation in the company that we call Stratosphere Logistics Group for SLG. Um, and in running that is we have a, I guess, around the clock team there in the Philippines that can, that assist our operations, uh, running under the cloud trucks platform. Uh, they, it's essentially a shared services team that each of our fleets uses. Um, so it allows us to, you know, operate under the same, uh, under the same, uh, procedures day to day. Sorry for a long answer, but <laughs> you know, that's, that's essentially how we've built it. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's definitely seeing the ways, you know, and, and I know I had the opportunity to work with you one-on-one, but um, you've done really well at, you know, not just being, being savvy and kind of diving into um, some of those really kind of deeper, you know, how do we scale this? How do we do, you know, what can we, what can we bring in house? What can we bring like overseas? How do we use cloud trucks? Um you know, going into how you've, I think, just kind of like the beginning steps of coming into Cloud Trucks and seeing what resources Cloud Trucks has with also, you know, what you needed to bring in-house. Um, I know that for a lot of our drivers, it's often, you know, it can be challenging to kind of navigate, you know, where where do I use Cloud Trucks? And then where do I need to kind of take that entrepreneurship and, and build things out myself? Um, can you kind of dive more into that specifically in terms of where, you know, what resources you use with CloudTrux and then what types of things you focused on. Okay, these are the things that I want to build out. Yeah, yeah, certainly. I think, um, you know, I think naturally we have a tendency, or I guess we mean, you know, uh, at least my group when we first came in is thinking that uh, 
is that, uh, you know, being naive and, and, and not knowing truly about the industry is that we didn't know what we didn't know, right? And sometimes people, uh, just we as a group, uh, at that time got, were getting frustrated with what we didn't know, right? Um, but, you know, in doing that, we, at that time we were just, I think a fleet of one truck, right? <laughs> I guess you call that a fleet. Maybe that was just, we were just hustling, right? And, uh, <laughs> We're, we're taking our bumps, you know, and our bruises. And, but, you know, when you jump into this game, you know, it, it's not a game, it's a hard game to win by yourself, right? And, and instead of getting frustrated when we were encountering or encountering those things is that, you know, is that I just wanted to keep an open line of communication with the team at Cloud Truck, uh, to know, you know, what we knew, to, to find out, you know, more about what we didn't know and, et cetera, and, and, and all this documenting all of it, right, and doing more research. And, and in that, that's, uh, you know, we might have had at that time, I guess, two, one or two trucks, but, you know, it still was a due diligence day for us, right, and uh, uh, we were learning the industry, uh, you know, and I think the, the, the major benefit that I've been able to experience with cloud trucks, right, is one is to say is the cost to market, right, and cost to market meaning is how fast can I buy a truck, hire a driver, and then uh, pick up a load, right? It's like how many days does it cost me, or how many, yeah, how much, how many days does it cost me to get to market? And with cloud trucks, it, I mean, if it's done really well, I mean, honestly, it could take less than two weeks, right? Um, and you know, that's from the point of screening drivers, right? Which is awesome. You guys do an awesome job there. You screen them, you know, so we all know, you know, do we feel comfortable with hiring a driver? Yes or no. You guys process them from a background check, not only like a legal background check, but of course their MVRs, their, you know, their driving history, drug tests, et cetera. Um, then in terms of like, how do we, uh, how do we plate the truck? How do we get the, in, the necessary insurance in order to get up and going? You guys have an awesome program with diesel uh, diesel plate services out of Cali, out of California. Uh, those can be overnighted directly to where your truck is. Uh, decals then come in separately from cloud trucks. Uh, permits, everything, you know, you have an onboarding call. And, and in less than two weeks, you know, from us deciding we were going to buy a truck to hiring a driver, we were up and going, picking up loads from uh, you know, some major corporation, which we couldn't have done by ourselves within two weeks. Um, that's, that's just for onboarding, right? Then the next thing is this insurance, right? Is if you wanted to go and get insurance yourself as a one or two truck company, I mean, the cost of doing so is so outrageously high that, you know, it, it, it doesn't really make sense. I mean, in the first one or two years, uh, and then, you know, so, then working and being able to partner with cloud trucks and to drive those costs down allows us to operate at a lower, uh, I guess, at a higher profitability um, coming in as a small trucking company um, than we, and without a lot of the uh, legwork that it would have required uh, to getting that done for, um, for novices into the game. Uh, and then, of course, the next piece is, okay, well, great, you've gotten into the truck, you've gotten the permitting, everything. Well, yeah, well, now you need to book loads, right? So, yeah, you book loads. You guys have a, a good platform for finding loads, You can, but we do supplement with other load boards. 
And, you know, that's where, you know, is that we did not depend solely on cloud trucks to do that. You know, we found out that we were going to have to have our own team of people that would then help us find the best loads out there because, you know, it is, it is a coverage game at the end of the day, right? Sometimes, I mean, there are some instant book opportunities and relationships being built, but we didn't have the relationships coming in. So we needed to cover, you know, meaning phone calls because this is, it's not, it's still a little antiquated in that way. So I needed to have that at a at a reasonable cost. So we built our team out to be able to do that. Um, and then um, the next piece is payment, right? Like if you went about this yourself, you could go at it with a factoring company because the things could be net 30, net 60. So if you're starting up a new company, you've got to have essentially three months of uh, cash flow or capital raised in order to be able to meet all your expectations, your obligations um, to your employees and to your finance company or if you are financing uh, your insurance company and all that, you got to be able to float that for three to four months um, prior to starting. And with CloudTrucks, you're able to now leverage that, uh, leverage CloudTrucks and being able to getting paid right away. So then the amount of uh, free cash on hand needed to start an operation is less. Um, and so um, that's how we've been able to partner with cloud in that way. And I think in, um, in the last piece is, and I think cloud has gotten uh, remarkably uh, better about this as you guys have gotten bigger, you guys scaled up your operations of customer, um, the customer uh, support team and helping us navigate problems when they do arise. And so, you know, with my team uh, at Stratosphere and working alongside of your team, we've been able to triage a lot of things that happen day to day. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's, in some, it is, uh, one is getting up and going from plate, permitting, insurance, uh, driver, uh, not recruitment, but driver processing, um, being able to do that. And then of course is the help of booking loads, the payment of loads, and of course the, the cost savings of working with cloud has been really beneficial to us. It, it's just amazing, you know, hearing all of those details, I think. Um, it, and there's so much to unpack there. Um, and one of the things that I really wanted to touch on is, um, you know, it, it's something that I've noticed and just the way that, you know, everything kind of going up to here in terms of um, you managing your business, but also something you touched on, and that's regarding cash flow. Um, it, it seems that, you know, like most things, you've gotten things down to a science. Um, and I know that cash flow overall, especially in this industry with some of the market factors, um, and especially for, you know, those who maybe don't, are, are not exactly sure how to navigate that, um, coming into, you know, cloud trucks or the industry overall. Um, how did you calculate exactly how much to set aside. Um, I know you you mentioned deciding three to four months. Um, have you found yourself actually needing that willow room? Um, how have you actually, you know, what, what budget have you found yourself truly needing? Um, and yeah, I would love to hear more about that. Yeah, yeah, certainly. I think, um, I mean, you know, this is through trial and error, right? And first coming in is, you know, we try to do it at the most low cost or, you know, yeah, the most low cost way possible, right? We wanted, we thought we could get in with a, you know, a decently priced truck, but an older truck and we were going to be as lean as possible in doing that. And we got, uh, for lack of better words, we got our asses handed to us right away. 
with our first repair bill, right? Uh, we, uh, you know, I guess the original team, what, you know, it was hard to swallow, right? Because we didn't know what we didn't know, right? And so we re, we, we regrouped and, you know, um, that was painful for us, right? And when the truck is down and you have employees, it's not, uh, it's not like you just have to sit and wait, you know, if you also got to pay your employee or the employee's going to walk, so, right? You need, and then we have a guarantee to our employees if our truck is down that we pay them a minimum of a thousand dollars a week. Um, right. So you have to pay that every week. Uh, and for a small business, that was, uh, you know, if your truck is down eight weeks, <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, you know, but, uh, in doing that, I think we came about it in a couple different ways. One, we have to buy better trucks, right. And I mean, spending the money up front because it's going to cost you in downtime longer down the road. And we learned that quickly. Um, and then two is that the amount of free cash that I like to have on hand is after you buy that truck, is per truck is $20,000 of free cash per truck. And that allows you to absorb the bumps and the bruises that come along the way uh, from employment to uh, to trucks being down. I mean, I've had a, a, one of my employees has had an accident and rolled the truck, right? And um, with that, the truck is down, the employee is down, but I guess more importantly is thankfully if the employee was okay. You know, and so I'm very thankful that our our driver was okay. Um, but in terms of the financial impact of that is right, is that you know there's towing, there's this, that's that, the other. But I think twenty thousand dollars of you don't have to have it necessarily in free cash, but I think you have to have, definitely have to have access to it in order to as be as your you know that is the fund that you have per truck that allows you to sleep comfortably. Um, you know, and with partnering that with Cloud Trucks is they do have an opportunity to get $5,000 um, of, let's call it a draw of $5,000 to leverage. Um, so, you know, if Cloud is doing that, and then maybe it's $15,000 um, that you need you need to have, if you're a fleet of one, right, but if you're a fleet of multiple trucks, you're going to have access to more free cash. And then there's some, you know, there could be some debate there about the probability of, each truck being down for that bit of time, so maybe you can drive that twenty thousand dollar cost down uh, a little bit more. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'd say start out twenty thousand dollars of free cash that you would need. That would allow you to absorb all that. Is that what you started? Kind of going back to when you first started out um, and you first joined Cloud Trucks, like around twenty thousand. Is that what you started out for with overall, or how much did you plan to kind of you know, you're embarking on a new endeavor, not exactly sure, you know, other than relations right. and, and mouth and trust, but like not exactly sure, you know, how far is this going to go? Um, yeah. What did you you know, budget with starting out and, and like, how did that grow? Yeah, right. So, I mean, no, at first we started out with, I think, I don't know, maybe $10,000. And then we got two trucks in that one group. And then... I think a truck went down for a repair that cost maybe $9,000, right? So then, you know, if the business only had, I don't know, let's say $1,000, and then everyone has to come up more money, right, to keep it growing or make a tough decision about whether or not you're going to keep going in the game. And I think that's ultimately in hearing people who have gotten into this uh, gave the advice of getting a better truck, so spending more money up front. Um, but we – 
and also is having a good capital partner, meaning an institution that deals in this space. Um, we found that we've been able to work with a bank uh, that has uh, really helped us out quite a bit uh, with the financing packages they have for equipment. And so that's allowed us uh, greater flexibility to get better trucks uh, on terms. And in doing that, we've been able to to grow um, to grow with that with that bank. So that's been good. Yeah, that's I mean really amazing. I think you know being able to kind of bond and, and address when you're going to need you know financial support and all of those things just to get started or or what you should have saved is obviously important, especially for long term success. You know, like yourself, you. You planned for that in the beginning, and that led you to be able to to build upon what you had rather than you know having unexpected hardships along the way um yeah which is which is definitely important and kind of regarding overall overhead cost and planning and, and just um profitability um would love to kind of switch it up and go into certain market conditions um obviously with right. one of those being um fuel being very high lately yeah. how have you navigated how have you navigated rising fuel costs and um, i know from our interactions you've had really you know you've had really great calculations in just terms of awareness and how you know what what you're looking at um what types of metrics um and, and how you're using that to manage your business to make sure that you are not losing despite the market conditions yeah yeah certainly i think we'll um yeah, I mean, I was looking today, uh, fuel prices are up roughly 42%, you know, I think it was in January to now, um, and they came quite abruptly, you know, and so, um, well, you know, is, what do you do about that? Well, you, I mean, and but the only thing you can do is keep running the truck, right? The option we've decided is we're not going to stop running the truck. The question, I guess, not the question, but the, what we need to do is we need to run more optimally. Um, and so, and I guess more optimally for us is more profitability, right? And so, uh, the approach that we've taken across the fleet is, well, you know, is we're looking at rates across the board, not only, I guess, for us at the time when we first started, we were running dry vans only, right? And dry vans, you know, uh, is, which makes a, a majority of trucks that you see on the road today. Um, however, we, we started, we found a, a little niche in flatbed trucking. Um, and in flatbed, we were able to realize uh, higher margins because um, uh, the rates were paying more. It requires the driver to do more. But I think this is important for us is that we've structured uh, our employee contracts based off of profitability. Um, and profitability means that what we do is we look at the rate. We take the cloud truck fee out of it. Um, we take the fuel out of it, out of the pay, and then the insurance. And then what's left at the end of the at the end of the pot uh, is split with our drivers anywhere between 30 and yes yeah 30 and I guess right now 38 uh, percent. And you know what that does is that makes their uh, our drivers are a partner with us in trying to drive the fuel cost down, right? So I say one is structuring because I'm a business owner, I'm not driving the truck, so I need my guys to be fully invested in in this journey to reduce fuel costs as well right and so we have i guess our first approach is making sure where are we buying our fuel right because we want to maximize just by where we go in terms of where we refuel so we're with a partner uh, right now tcs 
is our fuel card partner, and those are like at TA. Uh, we get discounts at TAs and uh, and such. So you know, some when I was looking at the fuel card before, uh, and when I seeing where our guys are filling up, is I'd say before the fuel this I call it a crisis, <laughs> right? Is before this crisis, I'd say the guys were using those discounts maybe 60% of the time. And I looked at this today before the call, and I think our guys this week use it 95% of the time. And I think the 5% of the time they did use it is because of where they were, you know. So it's maximizing. Those are little things that you can do right away. Uh, the next is I share with our guys, um, you know, things that's like, you know, if you reduce your speed, you can save fuel in this way and that way. I cannot regulate that on a day-to-day basis, but I do share it. Uh, and then the other thing is, is making sure that we're – we're booking the best price loads, and that comes into my my great team uh, stratosphere. Is that you know we have our metric that we want to book at, and uh, you know if that means that we got to haul around for three hours before we book a load, then we'll do it. You know, and uh, that way we make sure that we keep our rates as high as possible. Uh, another lever that I can pull is you know it's just the financing that we take, right? Is, is can I can I stretch the terms out a little bit more? Um, you know, and so that, you know, there's other variables other than gas or fuel prices that I can play with in order to ensure our profitability is, is where it needs to be. Um, so, you know, refinancing debt before rates rise, et cetera. I mean, maybe that's not this conversation, but, you know, in terms of my profitability, that's what I'm looking at. And then, um, you know, and then I think another note I jotted down here is, is, is our, does our fleet have APU? Right. As like, can we reduce the churn of fuel, um, while idling by using a battery powered APU? And uh, I think in our fleet right now, I want to say 60% of the trucks have an APU. And then also with our finance partner is that we're getting ready to add APUs onto, I think the, I don't know, maybe another 20% of them or at least. And then as we buy uh, vehicles going forward, is if they don't have it, we need to add it and build that into our financing or build that into the, the cost of ownership. Um, and then lastly, you know, is, uh, is hope. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no, I'm just, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're working with all those and then, you know, we're, we are working there, but it's ultimately is, is the fuel is the fuel, right? And you've got to stick to your other metrics and pull levers where you can in order to, to better suit the operation. Um, so, you know, and, and understand it's going to be a profitability hit. It's not like, you know, we're, we're Teflon, behind Teflon and, and this, we are feeling the burn, but, uh, you know, we are pulling levers in other ways. And then of course, you know, for us as a business, we're looking at diversification. So able to, Full revenues out of other places. So, that's, that's uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, those are so amazing. You know, I had, I think you encompass so many topics within just, just that aspect in terms of cost and, and maintenance and fuel and how everything, you know, comes together. Um, and I think, you know, something really interesting that you pointed out was how you have. You know, you have recruited your drivers, but you understand that you are the owner operator who is, who is really, you know, accounting for the cost. So when they go to the pump, you're the one that is, is paying for that. And I think the incentive, um, that you have put behind that. And, um, I, 
I took some notes here and, and know that um, you mentioned, you know, around 30 to 40 or so percent um, in terms of, of compensation for that. Where where did you kind of estimate that calculation? Um, and then how do you kind of keep your drivers like, hey, you know, you, you know that things are changing so quickly in the fuel market. Um, where have you kind of monitored how that is going? Um, has that been something that's been really effective? I just wanted to see if we could emphasize that a little. Yeah, I think yes, yes, two questions there. Um, <laughs> how did I how did I get the compensation the, the way I did the uh, way I do have it? Um, is you know I had a friend of mine who uh, I who we shared kind of a real estate path together, uh, and he had gotten into trucking a little bit, and uh, you know I copied his compensation model. Um, and in doing that, you know, you're competing out there against companies, right? Like, how do I convince a driver who's working for Schneider or working at Walmart to come work for little me working, you know, running a fleet of trucks at a company they maybe have not heard of called Cloud Trucks, right? And, you know, the way I do that is, well, one uh, is, uh, well, compensation, right? No one's going to come do that for less money. Unfortunately, right, and uh, no one's going to come do that uh, for an environment where in which they're not treated well. So you know, is it, um, so you know, I had to I had to make promises to people. Ultimately, my uh, my team has everyone has a family, or you know, or at least themselves, and everyone is working. This is a job, right? And so you have to be compensated to to, to be able to do that job. So I felt as though uh, the compensation model it it aligns the interest of everybody into the equation, right? Like if the driver is okay booking low and wants to go to low price areas, then the driver is going to fill that. Meaning like if he wants to, he or she, they want to go run and, you know, everyone knows loads going to Florida are very cheap. If they want to go to Florida all the time, they're going to be booking cheap freight coming out. And so they're going to feel the, the pain of that. And, you know, um, because the model is set up that way, everyone is in fully invested with uh, how the operation is run, right? Like, for example, Cloud Trucks got a new insurance partner, which saved everyone. I think it saves the business a thousand dollars per truck. So, in the compensation model, that trickles down to the uh, to the profitability of, of let's call it each truck is a separate business. So, it contributed to the profitability of that truck. So, then more money went to the driver's pocket. Right. And so now I have uh, in my team is I have fully invested partners that want to save money. So when fuel is going up, guess who calls me first, actually, is my team of drivers, uh, Wes Gore, Joseph Murphy, Jamari Smith, to name a few of them, uh, call me immediately. Like fuel is out of control, <laughs> you know, reporting to me, you know, from what they're seeing and where they are. Right. And uh, they're doing the calculations in their head. So, like, I have a bunch or a team of uh, of we, we're all a team on this. Right. And so we're all approaching it in the same way of, uh, and trying to ensure the, 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 the best profitability of the truck. And so as a result of that, I feel like I've had some uh, I've had some some success with the with the guys that I've had on my teams over the time. Uh, and they have told their friends about me, which has been good. And so we've been able to grow by word of mouth because of that structure. 
Um, I love that. And I think that kind of segues into, you know, I, I don't want to take too, you know, ask you too many questions um, because you've already shared so much. But one thing that I really wanted to, to follow up on, and I think this really segues well, is, uh, you know, recruiting drive, qualified drivers that you would want to work for you um, can really be challenging. Uh, but this is something that you have managed to be really successful at. And, you know, you've gone into a little bit about your, you know, some of the, the pay and all of that that's helped them get in the door. Um, but still, you know, identifying those drivers in the first place. Um, how have you gone about doing that, especially for somebody, you know, who had a larger learning curve, you know, than others in terms of joining the industry, um, yet who has achieved such success in terms of their driver growth? Yeah, well, I think one is, uh, is, I mean, I think it's piggybacking on what Cloud Truck stands for, right? Is, is, is one is the transparency and everything, right? And so Cloud, through their, through, through you guys' um, you know, technology, um, shows, you know, can show the driver how much the load is. Uh, everyone knows what the Cloud Truck fee is. And so, you know, there's no, there's no, there, you know, no one's hiding anything, right? And I think in an industry where uh, transparency is lacking in, in a lot of places, uh, it goes a very, very long way, you know. And uh, I think um, we keep it we we keep it straight with the drivers. So the, the drivers that we do hire, um, you know, there's never a guess at the end of the week how much money was made, right? Like those are consistent things and themes that we stick with. You know, um, and then the next thing is, is just like, you know, the driver is a person, you know, not, not, I mean, they are employees, yes, but, you know, employees who are people who not are going to, who are not going to be on the road all the time, right? And understanding that home time is important, uh, you know, and so by utilizing the, the team at, uh, Stratosphere Logistics Group, um, and, you know, utilizing the cloud board and the other boards that we have, we're able to uh, successfully get our drivers home when they want to be home. I don't think uh, one driver has been stuck ever. Uh, we've been able to get them home because there are things that they want to go and do, just like everybody else, right? Graduations, girlfriends, boyfriends, um, kids, right? <laughs> they want to be home and, and experience um things with their families, um, and I'm so very thankful because they sacrificed so much for us because we are running an over-the-road operation, and so uh, I'm thankful that they've been able to, uh, you know, entrust me with um, their career, right, and and because I'm new at this, I'm, we're running in a new place with Cloud Trucks, but I think what they've ultimately seen is that the partnership between uh, my company's uh, stratosphere and cloud trucks all together has led them to a better experience than they had elsewhere. And, uh, I'm very happy to say that, you know, and, and doing that and providing that is that people then share those, share those experiences. And so we've been able to, you know, through word of mouth have been able to grow and attract talent. Um, and, uh, I, as we continue to grow, I have confidence that even in this, the market that is you know, we heard and through news reports and everything and it's in the tightest that it's been. I think there is a space for the guys who are doing it and the guys and gals who are doing it, um, the teams who are doing it um, with transparency um, and, you know, and, and going about it 
in a good, fun way, you know, and because ultimately the whole economy is driven on the back of this, right? So I don't think it's going to go away, but can we do it in a different way? And uh, I think that's what we've been able to offer. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's great. And I know we have really enjoyed being able to learn and grow with you. Um, you've always provided, you know, as Cloud Trucks has grown and, and we're still in early stages, but as we look to kind of, you know, understand your business needs and, and what it's like to really use the product, I know our team's been, um, you've provided great feedback for us to continue to action upon, whether it comes to the product or the service and how we can better support your needs. So um have really appreciated that and um, feel like I could continue asking you questions, but want to be mindful of, of your time and, and everything. Um, so for the last piece, I'll just ask, you know, one more thing. And, and that is, you know, what are your future business goals? I'm sure you have, you know, plenty and, and would love to kind of hear about what's in store. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think one is, is understanding our gaps and understanding that is that we need and we've needed a, a, a maintenance partner. And um, we've been able to, you know, with my newest fleet, um, with actually in my joining my old career and my new career, my new career here um, is soccer. My former teammates I used to play soccer with actually had a dump trucking business um, before, and so he's come on now. His name's Nick Adderley, and we've had we now have a a partner that we have for uh, maintenance that we run our trucks through um, in Conyers, Georgia. And so, um, you know, for us, it's developing a better maintenance platform, you know, not platform, but better maintenance um, tracking. And so we have A&L out of uh, Atlanta that we've been using. So that, you know, because you're only as good as your trucks are on the road, right? So we got to develop that out. So I want to develop that more thoroughly. Um, and I think for us in, in, in doing that is, is, is replicating the model that we have, um, you know, across, you know, I think right now we're, we're, I guess we're at six, but, you know, I want to fully flush out each of those six fleets with a true operating model and, uh, you know, grow them to, I don't know, six to 10 trucks each. Um, and, you know, in doing that, uh, I hope that we can make a lot of drivers happy, but also a lot of owners happy, uh, of the trucks, right? To, um, to continue to win and to grow the business and sustain the business, more importantly, right, is sustaining and making sure that we're able to uh, operate this um, well into the future with a partner cloud truck. Yeah, well, I know I know we're really excited to be, you know, a part of that. I know it's something, um, again, you and I have kind of worked towards and, and we have in the vision, and I'm, I know our team is really looking forward towards helping um, you reach that, and I'm sure for anybody who is listening to this, it's, it's just amazing to see, you know, how you can potentially start out from out of this industry um, and, and really not not knowing too much about it, but, you know, incrementally learning more and more to set yourself up for success and keeping your eye on the prize, which is something, um, again, you've just done so well. And so, um, you know, I, I feel like there there is just so many – extra questions that I'm sure anybody who is listening to this, um, they might pick a piece of, of listening to this and, um, you know, there, there may be a subject that they may want to learn more about. Um, is there, you know, how best would it be for us to kind of pass this on to you if, if we are to get those, you know, 
um, you know, from our, our current listeners in terms of any questions that they might have specifically for you, um, interest in, in potentially, hey, maybe I want to be a driver for Rayburst, um, what, what would be the best way for us to share that with you? Yeah, I mean, if, if, the, if it flows through Cloud Trucks, then I guess, Jessica, still please, I would love to, you know, if you could share that with me. Um, you know, and then other ways, I'm on social media as well, you know, under my name, Raymond, actually fully Raymond Burst, Instagram and, uh, and Facebook and then LinkedIn as well. Um, you know, and I, I, and gosh, tell me, I want to learn more too, right? As I, you know, we are new yeah. in the industry. We want to learn from, from other drivers, teams, fleet operators, et cetera. Um, how do we, you know, how can we all, cause there's enough, I guess, uh, at the um, the trucking expo this year we went to is like you know is uh, mm-hmm. on a right I'd all boats rise right and there's so much work out there that I I don't view it I hope people don't view it as competition but you know uh, sharing does not eliminate opportunity for anyone else it actually grows opportunity for everybody so you know I'm a full believer in that so I would love to share what I have and then also pick. Uh, pick up anything you guys could share with me. So please reach out. Perfect. Thank you. Um, yes, we'll we'll definitely keep that going. And I will. Um, you know, I I wanted to thank you again personally um, for joining us and always sharing everything that you have. Um, it's I can say personally, it's a pleasure consistently working with you. But it's also been you know, just so rewarding to be able to see what you've done at Cloud Trucks. Um, and as far as, like, communication and just um, just to make sure you, you know, aren't too blown up, I'll let Umer come in and kind of um, go over where best for any listeners to kind of direct that. And then, um, Ray, I'll, I'll make sure that that information gets passed along to you for any questions and just a, a smooth transition. Wow, Ray, that was incredible. Jess and I had, like, an open form of communication throughout that entire podcast where we can kind of talk about different points and things to kind of highlight. The entire conversation, we're just like, wow, this is amazing. I just learned so much. This is so insightful, so much detail. And the level of involvement that you have in your business is is remarkable, right? You're on top of your number, and that's the way it should be. I think that's, that's like a great point in itself, how successful you have come so far and how successful you will be in the future as well, right? So... Um, that's huge. Kudos to you, and I love how you're open to sharing the knowledge. In terms of other drivers, so something that Jess and I are working on right now is creating a network for fleet owners and fleet drivers to be involved in a group where they can connect and kind of work with each other to to essentially join a fleet, or if you're looking to hire for fleet drivers, they can be on that group together. Once that group is live, everybody can look out for Ray Burst. Um, because clearly he is a great person to work for. I would work for you. Hundred <laughs> percent. Same thing. That would be awesome. Yeah, and I think I think that's that's something that we're we're really looking forward to, right? Because so many people have reached out to us saying, Hey, like I want to join a fleet. What do I do? You know? So apparently manually yeah. has been a little bit challenging. So I think if if we kind of initiate that that connection and be like, Hey, here are the owners that are looking to hire, here are the operators looking to join a fleet. Yeah, thank you so much for your time, Jess. Thank you as well for being an amazing host as usual. And uh, I'll chat with you both very soon, hopefully. All right, y'all. Thank you. See you later. Have a good day. Thank you. Enjoy your weekend. Bye. Bye.